Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. What's up, my friend? It's Johnny King, and I am so excited that you joined me for this episode that is entitled, Are You Driven to Dominate or Led to Legacy? And I, I just was thinking about this while I was watching uh, a sermon uh, at the church that I go to a couple, uh, the message a couple weeks ago, and it's so good. And they had a, uh, a like a, they brought in a speaker, a guy from a, another church, um, and our lead pastor, Sean, was, was interviewing him, and there's so many good things. And just in literally in like the first five, five to ten minutes of this, this message um, about like they're doing this whole series on legacy, um, it just got me thinking. Because I feel like um, just in, in getting into doing personal development and improving myself and, and quote-unquote men's work, uh, just in the last, you know, let's say three years, I have heard that word of legacy thrown around. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there's been a part of me, if I'm being totally honest, that has been turned off by the idea of like putting so much focus as as me being a man or, you know, you if you're listening to this and you're a man and like, like this whole idea about the masculine needing to be driven by leaving a legacy. I'm like, why are we so fucking focused on, you know, what we're leaving behind and, and, you know, how people will be affected once we're dead and gone versus just focusing on what's going on here and now. Like there's only so many people that we happen to cross paths with where, where we are alive on planet earth when they're alive. Right. And not only that, but that, um, that we're in proximity to, and yes, you know, as I've gotten into it, I've realized like, well, yes, legacy, your legacy is left by how you, you know, impact people, how you touch them emotionally, right? It's not about the things that you acquire. Uh, it's really about, you know, how you, yeah, how, how you positively impact and hopefully not negatively, but positively impact others. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as Sean was going on and talking with this uh, particular pastor, um, about this whole idea of of really looking at how what what makes life so interesting is how it defines us, um, <laughs> I guess, and, and and allows us to be who you know it, it cultivates character development. It makes us into the people that we are. And for some people, the older they get, the more bitter the more resistant they get, um, more frustrated. Uh, for other people, they, they're like a fine wine. They just get better and better and better, right? So the whole, the whole thought in, in their conversation at the beginning was like, we get to choose whether or not things in our past or what happens to us in our lifetime, we get to choose how it defines us or it refines us. I love that idea when, when this speaker went to talk about this. It's like 
man, like if, if you have something that defines you and like this happened, uh, this is why I am the way that I am. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I am essentially giving my power away to this thing that happened and it now defines me. I am my past. And, uh, this is, yeah, this is, I am the victim to my past. Whereas in, you know, your past not equaling your future, if you came from that perspective, where you allow your past to refine you, right, to polish you up, to make you more of a, of a, of a gem, let's say, polishing up a gem, so it really shines, um, I think that's, that's the way to go. That, to me, resonates like, yes, that's, that allows you to really focus on life is like you don't have control over a lot of things that you have in life, but if you allow them to refine you versus define you, then you're, you're on, on the path towards creating a legacy that positively impacts others because you're an example to future generations as to how to pivot, how to, you know, dodge and dip and dive around all of life's, uh, you know, counter punches. Uh, and so they went on to talk about the whole kind of concept. You know, first they talked about the difference between defining and refining. And then they stepped into the whole ideas. Like, is your, is your life kind of focused on building a dynasty or a legacy? You know, cause so much, you know, especially as men, there's that whole, like, there's like this built in part of our DNA to be competitive and to want to be the best and be able to provide and, but a lot of times growing up, especially if, if you're an athlete like myself, it's like it just has been ingrained in me that we're, we're, we're so, you know, we're driven to win. But in the winning, that means there has to be a, a loser, right? And a dynasty, whether you're talking about, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, you know, there's so many different dynasties throughout sports history. Uh, but but they're dynasties because they they kept winning and everyone else were losers, you know? And, uh, and so like the, the longer, the more championships they had strung together in a, in a short amount of time, the more likely they're going to be considered a dynasty, you know, but with a dynasty, as they went on to talk about during this, uh, this message at church, like a dynasty oftentimes is focused on like wanting to, to just dominate everyone so that everyone loses accept them, right? They win. They get to seize it all. And yet the problem with that approach, which which I can see here in business and in, in life, in love, like if you want to seize it all, chances are that's really coming from a place of insecurity. It's it's never going to be enough. Even I mean the whole idea of wanting to seize it all is so that you have no competition, right? <laughs> but unfortunately as they as they mentioned, it's it's a, like a monster that you can just never satisfy. It'll always be hungry, right? But it means that someone has to lose. So to kind of have a dynasty, that means you have to keep winning and people have to keep losing, right? There's always collateral damage as, as they were talking about, and it's extremely selfish. And as I learned from Tony Robbins, there really is no such thing as selfishness. It's just about someone uh, or, or a group of people who are fearful about losing what they have, right? So once you win you're selfish because you don't want to give up that winning, right? It's all about you that you have to do this. Okay. It's not really life giving. If anything, it's life, (laughs) 
life robbing, right? When you look at that compared to legacy, legacy is all about what I've talked about in my, uh, uh, my upcoming book, Becoming Kings. It's like that kingdom that you're building, right? It's all about serving that institution that's more about the greater good, right? The collective. It's very selfless, not selfish. Um, and it's about propping other people up, right? Rather than, let's say, kneeling on their necks, right? And how, how do we go about raising up others? And that's how I think about it. I'm like, man, you know, when I have a chance to, to parent, um, and even, you know, being, having interactions with my nieces and my nephews and future generations, like for me, it really is all about how do we raise the next generation to be better off than we are to, to, so that like to replace us, that is true legacy for me personally is to leave this world a better place because of the leaders that I have, you know, impacted in a positive way and, and have left the world in, in better hands. Does that make sense? So the, the last point that they, they went on to after they kind of talked about, you know, are you really focused on dynasty being driven by, you know, wanting to create a, a dynasty or more so that legacy, which is why I, I titled this, you know, are you driven to dominate or are you led to legacy? And why I said driven or led driven to dominate or led to legacy was one of their last points uh, that I was watching on, on the video from church was that they were talking about, I guess the, the, the uh, guest speaker was asked by someone much older than him when he was in his twenties, like, son, are you, are you driven or are you led? And he was like, Oh man, yeah, man, I'm so driven. I'm driven. I'm driven. I'm going to do this. I'm going to crush this. And, and uh, he said, you know what, young man, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the, that's the wrong answer. <clears throat> He's like, you know, when, when you are driven, you're driven a lot of times by needing to prove, you know, your, your, your self-worth. You're, you're, I mean, how many people do we know? They're, they're driven to quiet the haters. They are driven to prove to themselves or to other people that they can do the thing that other people said that they cannot do, right? It's coming from a very personal sense, like a, a, a an inner ego, if you will, uh, the little e ego, if you will, rather than being led, which is really being guided. It's, uh, it's, it's not about the ego. It's about, um, you know, being directed and really listening and humbling yourself to be like, okay, maybe I want to go in this direction, but I, I need to take a step back and really focus on like, where can I be of best, you know, and greatest service to others and allow that answer to that question lead you in your path in life versus just being so driven, you know, because I do, I feel like I, I butt up against this, this, uh, I don't know how you'd say it. Uh, I guess the, the, the general kind of talk, if you will, of people wanting to, man, you just got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to outwork people. You got to be the first one in the first one out. And like, a lot of that to me, it always has just felt like that's a recipe towards burnout. It's a recipe towards um, like it. you never can win. That means like you literally are having to exchange 
the the most precious precious asset, which is our time, um, to to dominate essentially, to 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 win, right? Um, and instead, I just feel like that whole idea of rather being driven that you really are focused on being led by something that is greater than yourself. That to me feels more like from a place of energy flowing, right? To and from individuals rather than forcing um, where that, like the energy comes from when I even think of the word as, as driven, right? So I want you just to kind of consider those things as you, as you listen to this episode. It's like, Man, are you are you allowing your past to define you or to refine you, you know? And and if you are allowing it to define you, maybe that's had an impact on how you are driven and how you are driven to create a dynasty so that you're the winner and other people lose and how you're the best and other people are the rest, right? Or are you really looking at how life has refined you so that so that you can look at how you can be led to support really truly the, the future generations so that you you leave a, a legacy of love, right? Versus a, a dynasty of of dominance and destruction. So I don't know, something worth worth thinking about. It's something that I've definitely been thinking about and kicking around because at the end of the day it's like, what is this all for? Because it's like it's, it's really not just about like if at the end of the day if if we're not all winning then we're all losing i was watching just the other day like on on netflix world war 2 in hd or something like that some some series i love watching world war stuff world war 2 stuff i don't know why <clears throat> so much as it is like gives me perspective like oh man like such a different time of life and uh, in many, there's like, it's, it's interesting. It's bittersweet. It's like part of me am so grateful that, you know, I don't have to experience that. I didn't, you know, have to go to war. I didn't have to like look at death in the, in the eyes. And then there's another part of me that's like, you know what? I wonder how much that could have really cultivated greater strength and greater character in me had, had I been part of that greatest generation. And so I was watching that, but I was like, at one point I was like, man, they were, they were just sending troops after troops after troops to take this particular island uh, in the South Pacific. And they lost, I think something like, oh man, like 12,000 men just trying to, to capture this like bunkered hill that overlooked this airstrip that, that the U.S. needed to, you know, seize but they had all these Japanese that were like all in these bunkers. And there's about 10,500 Japanese, they said. But they the Japanese killed more Americans uh, than we killed them. But we just kind of kept on sending men. And there's a part of me when I was watching, I was like, that is so, there's going to be a time when like the fact that we, like each of those men, both on either side of the line, were birthed by someone, <laughs> were nurtured, and raised, and taught, all for the purpose of literally just shooting, I don't know, it just seems so crazy to me, and and then even though that's like the, the rawest form of like, you know, probably the, the 
I don't know. It's hard to put into words, but like, I would imagine I could find myself in that situation and having one of those moments of like, what the hell are we doing as, as a, a humankind? We're literally killing each other so that we can like take possession of this island, right? So that we can dominate. And I don't know, it just, it just seems interesting when I was watching that. And it got me thinking about how, how, you know, different <laughs> life has been for previous generations and yet how some things don't change because even though we may not be out here like fighting shooting guns at other human beings each and every single day you know if we were serving in the military although I'm, there are people obviously that are doing that around the world um we're still in some regards doing that with people that we're working with or people who are in our industry who are, are our uh, enemies, you know, or our competition. You know, I feel like I've talked to a lot of men who kind of feel like they are in competition against their spouse or against their children or they are in a fight against God. It's like, again, like I said, if, if it is not an absolute win-win, then it's a lose. <laughs> if it's a win-lose, or a lose win it's still boil like if 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 not everyone wins then ultimately we all lose and so i want you to think about that as you go about your day if you've listened to this episode and look at how you can actually cultivate a win win you know and really truly focus on leading you know leading yourself towards that uh, legacy of love Right, and really looking at how the the shit in our lives, the pandemic, all the craziness going on in the last year or years, losing loved ones, are you allowing that to define you, or are you allowing that to really refine you into being a more humble or loving, passionate, open-hearted, vulnerable man? Vulnerable man. God knows, I'm I'm still working on myself, and always will be till. I draw my last breath, and then beyond that, I guarantee the work continues. But uh, yeah, think about that. Really focus on how you can create win-wins, no matter how small or large they are, and look at how how your life perspective will change. So anyways, thank you again, as always, for joining me. I really appreciate you. I want to hear your thoughts. Always feel free to shoot me a, a DM or an email, because um, that's where I find so much of my joy coming from the podcast is interacting with, with you guys, just uh, listening and then giving me your thoughts about what you agree or disagree about, what resonated, what didn't. Um, I really appreciate you as always listening. So until next time, we'll catch up with you soon. All the best. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach, on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.